where it wasn't ever that. Yeah, but I, you know, I think it just feels like we just have so much to see now as far as like you're if you have a conspiracy theory on sports like there's enough of it happening on either side where you go oh yeah that's believable i don't know i i've always being a boston fan in the 80s and 90s you're just happy where somebody's talking about us right mm-hmm. i mean the fact that we've won okay it feels weird i've had this conversation so many times it feels weird um i'm glad now that we are like this is the most exciting last two seasons three seasons where it's just like oh we we you know, everything counts. Every play counts. Every everything counts to someone else's life, but mine. But you know, like it, it keeps yep. me. It keeps me hopeful. It keeps me paying attention. But I, at the end of the day, it's like I understand that I have zero control over everything, whether it be the narrative, the plays, the play calling, all that. So I just sit there and enjoy it like a movie. I, I'm still yeah. hurted. I'm still very <laughs> deeply hurted. With it. That's why I'm mad. With it. That's where you're at with it, huh? Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab, get it? That's why I'm mad with it. I'm not even mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's where I'm mad. Okay, you chasing clock on no way you shit turn. All right, all right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the I'ma Get in Trouble podcast. Uh, I'm one third of the host here. It's your boy, Terrence G. I got my guy, Loy Lee. He's That's over me. here. Um, Eddie may be popping in and out. He's got some things going on. Uh, if you check this out in the cold open, man, we're dealing with my open heartache. Okay. I've never been shy about who I root for, but I think after last night, I'm just, I'm retiring the level of fandom that I had previously for my own good, for my own good, for my own mental health and, and emotional scape, I've got to do it. There's only so many hours in the day, and you can only think so many thoughts within those days. You you can only pay attention to so much for so long. And what comes down to it, and something I learned at a very young age, is like you have zero control over all of it. Like you have no control over any aspect of anything that goes on in sports. You sit down, you drink your beer, you watch the fucking plays and you enjoy it either way, win or lose. And you could probably say, well, Lloyd, you're a Patriots fan. You're a Red Sox fan. You can. Yes, you're right. But you still have zero. Yeah, that does kind of make you like a bit of a sellout whore that like we can't really be on that same level of conversation because you don't know this level of heartache that I've got. But- I grew up in Boston in the 80s. So <laughs> until the per- the team that beats your team, demolish your team in the Super Bowl, comes out with a rap song that you have to listen through for the whole summer of your six year of your six year old self has to listen to the Super Bowl shuffle. I don't want to hear it. It's it's definitely uh it's 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 hard times out here in these streets. No, it's just it's it's in all seriousness, man. Like I I definitely know that I was at that level of like I was a fanatic. Mm-hmm. And it's just been over the last couple of years I've been trying to slowly taper that off because I don't want to be a fanatic. I don't want to be that guy that's 40, 50, 60 years old screaming his head off at like 20 and 30 years old, like it really matters. It's- I mean, I don't want to be I don't want to be the guy. I saw myself one time be the guy at the bar, inconsolable. Like yeah. the the guy that just like everyone's like, ooh, yikes, like stay away from that side of the bar. You don't want to be that guy ever. Yeah. Man, that's the thing, right? Like, like it, 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 like I said 
in my posts, everybody's like, oh, he's salty. It's like, I'm not salty. I do think it is rigged. I've been saying that shit for a while. Um, but I also got like the storylines that I think that kind of align with that shit, right, too. But on top of that, I'm not salty. I'm just at a point where I had the epiphany, I guess, where it's like I'm 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 done getting to that level. I'm not going to keep staying on that same level of <laughs> see, I knew BDB was gonna come in here saying some shit, and I'm I'm just saying I'm I'm done getting my fandom to that level. Like right. I can't I can't keep just gluing myself to that television and then having a fucking conniption fit. Right. When stuff just doesn't go right. I, again, I grew up in the 80s. I watched a lot of professional wrestling. And as a child, you watch professional wrestling and you realize you have no control over it because it's already it's already written. Yeah. Right. You just got to enjoy the the game of it and just hope like your guy. It's scripted. Uh, it's scripted. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm going to go on my deathbed like on this hill. Like I, I, I've started to realize that I'm going to have to take up this mantra of salty Chiefs fan to really drive the point home. But I, I'm pretty damn positive this shit is rigged now. But you guys won a championship. You guys, you guys I think signed we benefited it. from it. Yeah, for sure. Oh. oh, okay. Tell me. So you think that Patty Mahomes winning a Super Bowl was part of the I plan? Do. I okay. do. So here's here's how we'll, we'll scale it back, right? So – Think of the storylines, right? The NFL loves their storylines. Yes. What's what's more recent if if you sit here and think about the storylines? We can go back and talk about Peyton Manning and his retirement. What happened towards the tail end of his career, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. He gets smashed by Seattle in the one Super Bowl. It was yep. laughable. I was on my way to the Bahamas. We didn't even pay attention to it, right? The Bahamas or the Super Bowl? On on my way to the Bahamas. On my way to the Super Bowl. Pay attention to the Super Bowl. It was it was man, it was crazy. Like, normally you would watch stuff like that, but it, it just was what it was. So, so so why so why is Mahomes not the storyline anymore? I mean, how can you say that the Rams Cincinnati, the Bengals Rams Super Bowl? How is that I'm, anyone's storyline? I'm, I'm giving context real quick, okay, right? Okay, my so bad. We go, we talk about uh, Peyton Manning. He gets smashed. He comes back and wins the one Super Bowl, rides off into the sunset. sunset. It was a perfect story. He was scorned by his previous franchise, goes off to the next one to take them to greatness. He's dueling with Tom Brady as one of the greats, but he isn't quite there. Oh, let's give him another Super Bowl, right off into the sunset. When we know good and hell well, Peyton Manning wasn't playing at that type of quality level to win. That's number one. You go to the next season or within that same time frame, Ray Lewis, the fucking hero of Baltimore, the may or may not have murdered somebody, right? Send him he, off on he his He didn't last murder anybody. Season. He covered he it up. I'm just saying. You know, he may or may not know something. <laughs> right. He's getting sent off into the sunset with another championship. Then you think about Kansas City. It absolutely was something I thought about. 50-year title drought. How fucking crazy was it that we won on our 50-year title drought that the media had hyped up? I'm not mm. sitting here saying that like we didn't benefit from it. I've been saying that shit too. So then you, you think, fast forward. To wait, TV. Wait, 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 wait. So you think that this the the biggest storyline that got Patty Mahomes like if if, if it was a storyline driven championship, it was like oh, oh you guys shit. haven't won anything in 50 years, so that's the storyline. You couldn't Part come up it. with a better storyline. Oh, that's a hell of a storyline, man. Like, especially if you consider the factors of that year. Anyways, the Packers were a perennial 
contender. I won't say favorite, but a contender close okay. to a favorite that year specifically. Everybody was talking about the rematch that it would have been Kansas City versus Green Bay, all of that stuff. So absolutely it was one of those storylines. Then you fast forward to last season when Kansas City went to the game again and loses to Tampa Bay. They lose to Tampa Bay. They lose to Tom Brady. What was the storyline last season? Okay, the so the question I ask is – of all time yeah. splits from his mentor. Can he do it? Oh, he does. Here we go. So do you think that that was supposed to be Tom Brady riding off to the sunset and Tom Brady goes, nah, let's run this shit back? I think so. And then they go, oh, you want to run this back? <laughs> Take a seat. Probably. Hmm. And then because now you look at it, now you fast forward to present day. They've been talking about it since Joe Burrow has been as good as Joe Burrow has been. I'm not going to knock that. And especially with his his newfound connection with Jamar Chase. They've got, they've got a quarterback, but they also now have a storyline. 31-year championship drought with another good team that they like. Come on. Do you think that like he's basically taking on the Patty Mahomes storyline? Is that what's going on? I think it's a very real potential, man. Because mm. at the end of the day, man, or, they're, they want to tell us that they're, they're – what do they say they give us, right? Entertainment. They're, they're giving us football, right? But the, there's a real subtle fucking difference in there is they're giving us the business of football. <laughs> 15 yards for giving them the business. business uh, of so I, I guess the question I ask is this. Does Stafford win? And then right. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, I think now that I've looked at it this way, yep. because somebody's like, well, Cincinnati wins. I don't think Cincinnati wins this year, despite their 31 year championship drought, because I think they like Joe Burrow. They'll let him keep going. Whatever. I right. think the whole thing is going to be get it to L.A. as they're trying to build an L.A. fan base mm. for the Rams, and, which has struggled in the last few years up until they started to be decent. And do you know, do you know how to build a fan base in L.A., uh, a sports fan base in L.A.? You win. If you, you win. don't win, you, you, nobody cares. You, you also take, like, the godfather of L.A., right, in Dre. You do – an epic halftime that appeals to all. I'm just saying, man, like, I think when people blatantly dismiss it, which I used to for a while, man, the, I don't know, man. I, I think it's, there's too much suspect shit to make me say that it, it Where, couldn't be rigged. Where's the Super Bowl going to be? Los Angeles. SoFi Stadium. Interesting. So never, ever have we ever, had a team go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl at home, and then there's a possibility that happens twice in two years. I was gonna say, like that, like that's all I'm saying, man. Is is with that all of that evidence taken in mind over the years? I'm saying it's and now impossible for me to not think that the well is poisoned somewhat. So I'm saying that to say now it gave me that pass to look at it for what it is and be like, hey, look. I just think the shit's rigged. Like, I knew I was going to catch all the salty shit. That's fine. But at least you motherfuckers can admit that I'm backing this shit up with facts and I'm backing it up with timelines because this shit's real. You know what's rigged? I'll tell you I felt what's this rigged. way for a while. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what's rigged. Right now, what is rigged is the entire Cincinnati fan base. <laughs> Uh, and 97% of the Rams fan base. If you are under the age of 77 and you are a Rams no fan. Doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Like, 
it was so bad. Like, do, do people forget that maybe four years ago they were fucking giving away free tickets to their stadium because they couldn't get people to attend either yep. the Chargers or the Rams. So they ended up packing out one of the Monday night games with local firefighters and police because they gave it that effect it, discount. It, it, that was the year that they were playing in the Coliseum which is the USC college football uh, stadium. And it was, it, it's not that big. It's not like it's yeah. It, it's, it's not big. Uh, 50,000. I want to say 50,000. Like it's not, is that a lot of people? You, yeah. That's, you, that's, that's... you misspelled bullshit, Dwayne. <laughs> Anyways, I'm saying that I would, I, I can't agree with you that it's rigged, but I know it, most to me, people it, won't doesn't matter it could be it won't make a difference why because i will watch it the same way i've always watched it and i will never ever believe that because i'm wearing a lucky jersey or lucky underwear or lucky something see sitting in the bar that that's going to have any effect on my team winning anything that that's the beauty of this that's the culmination of this this hurtful loss that i endured was that's the beauty of it is i think i can finally mature and get to that point to where now I just I don't feel like I need to sit here and park myself in front of the television and I have to sit there married to the game for the entire four hour fanfare thing that it is like if I got shit I got to do I'm gonna catch it while I can I'm gonna listen to it off in the deal but I I'm not gonna be married to it like I was before I'm just not gonna do it anymore. Yeah, and, and again, uh, welcome to the team. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, membership's low. We got great jackets. I'm just saying, you know, you, I enjoy it. Like, I don't have to go to opening weekend on, of, of, a, of a movie. I don't have to go to a concert. I don't have to go to these things. Why? Because it's going to happen. And then I get to watch that shit afterwards. And yep. it's still going to be the same. And my effect on watching it live or not watching it live has the same outcome regardless. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's the thing, man, is it's, it's one of those deals where you just got to sit there. Like, especially now that the Super Bowl is still so fresh. It's like, I waited my whole life for that at that point. Right. And we, yeah. we, we cross that, that path. We, we crest that mountain and now I'm on the other side of it. And I'm like, I, I, I mean, I've been there and that was super cool, but why am I getting my tits in a twist over this shit? Like, nah, I'm cool. Like, let me and, find and some other shit. I, I my heart breaks, and this is this is the, the the romantic side of me when it comes to sports. Like it, I cry a little bit every time I see that like seventy year old guy that's like watching his team win for the first time, and he's crying. I'm at Definitely home. Definitely always gets me. Thousands of miles away watching on TV. I'm crying. You know, watching um the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, the St. Louis Blues win uh, win a championship. Uh, you know, I see old guys crying, makes me cry. Uh, I think everyone should experience their sports team win at least once in their life. Yeah, and then you got to see both the Chiefs and the Royals win. So yeah. if you get your team to win multiple championships or multiple championships across the different sports, I mean, shit, there's nothing like it. I hope everyone gets to see it but I'm not crying about it. But, but that's the thing, right? Is at the end of the day, it literally doesn't affect my life. And 
That's it why shouldn't. I can't get, no, no, no. Yeah, and wait, it shouldn't. Wait, 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 wait. For some people, it does okay. affect it their life. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. And that's the thing is like it was that final culmination of, yep, I'm not going to keep doing this shit. So, yeah, I'm fucking over it. But I, I, I will say I do use the Patriots playing as like a fulcrum of, yeah, I can't show up. Uh, the Pats got the game at three o'clock. I got to, <laughs> I got to, you know, do the, you know, you know, the Patriots, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I'll I'll still watch. I'll still be a fan, and I'll still check in. But, like, even over the last couple of years, like, my interest in fantasy football, I could literally give a fuck, care less because of how much you got to pay attention and stay plugged in and literally just take away from the enjoyment of the game. I stopped following free agency news and draft fucking picks and whatever because it just, at the end of the day, half of it's going to pan out. The other half ain't. What does it matter? If you're lucky, half right. of it pans out. If you're yeah. lucky, 50% is fucking amazing. Yeah. But, so yeah, uh, I'm not going to wrap uh, up into it. Uh, I hadn't played fantasy football in like six years. And there is something amazing about it where you just watch one game a week. For 16 weeks, you watch no, – for 17 weeks, you watch 16 games. That's it. There is a beauty to it. You don't have to worry about anything else. And being a Patriots fan, I haven't seen a draft since I was 21 because it doesn't matter. Why? Because the Patriots will draft some guy with the only video of him is like a shaky cell phone video from the stands. And he becomes fucking Jimmy Garoppolo or yeah. Julian Edelman. That, that's the kind of fan I want to be, right? Like I want to be able to enjoy myself so much that I'm okay getting super fucking hammered in the nosebleeds and getting my PP sucked like somewhere like underneath one of the chairs and stools that like, you know, you've seen viral videos of like Bill's mafia. It's happened at the skin stadium before too. Like all that stuff. Like those guys are fans, right? That's the but only they person clearly scoring. Don't give a shit about football <laughs> enough to where like they got to stay plugged into the whole game. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm that guy. That's like, Oh, this feels nice and all, but bitch, you better catch that ball. Like I'm, I'm trying to get yeah. down to that point where, hey, no, this is an excellent blowjob right here in the middle of the stadium. Let's have a great time. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> during that season, he was the only one scoring in the stadium. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, I used to be that fan. Not the fan, just watch the game and all of the. I thought that I could change it, but it was like you paid so much money. To get the tickets, and then you realize, like, okay, you pay a hundred dollars for a ticket, that's two hundred dollars for two tickets, and then you gotta pay thirty, forty dollars for parking, yeah. and then it's twenty dollars a beer. Da, da, da. You pay all this money to show up in the third inning, to show up like well, after after the kickoff. I would be angry at that. Why? Because I just didn't I don't know, I don't have the words, but it would make me so angry to see people just going, Hey, what's going on? Yeah, it's yeah. and leaving. Leaving before the end of the game? Who does that? I mean, to be fair, there are 162 fucking games, though. Like, that's a shitload of fucking games. When you but literally you... have four a week. <laughs> I love baseball because, A, there's no time limit. You never you, you tell the wife, I'm going to go watch the baseball game at the bar. She doesn't know when you're going to be back. Nobody knows when you're going to be back. And for six months out of the year, there's not a single day without baseball. 
So for anybody out there in audio land, one of our homies says, who cares about the kickoff? To that, I would say white people care about the kickoff because they just want to make sure black folks ain't kneeling <laughs> right before. <laughs> now, <laughs> I think uh, it's so str- like, OK, Bastards. OK, Dwayne, let, let me address that. Who really cares about kickoff? I don't know. But who is just going to spend all of that money to not like, do you show up to a movie late? Well, <laughs> insert joke here. <laughs> You're right. Less time saying, to yell at the I'm screen. Saying, I'm saying he's a comic, everybody. All right. So don't make this a racial thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, just, it, I, I, did, I never got it. Uh, people like, oh, you're not a real fan. And I think that's where I drew the line. It's like, oh, you're not a real fan. You're just here because your job gave you the tickets and you're just yeah. like, you got nothing better to do. Well, show up. You have 181 games a year to show up at home. Show the fuck up. Dude. Uh, yeah, it's 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 good, man. So uh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm over it. We can move on to the next one, man, since we're in that realm of like. He's so over it. I, I am. I've. <laughs> my butt still hurts (laughs) um we'll move on to like the the next level of fandom and and we're going to kind of segue that into the guy that has a huge fan base a massive platform and is kind of getting it from all angles one of the people here we talk about joe rogan man catching a lot of controversy over misinformation on his platform so Uh, joe rogan Great podcast. I mean, up until the pandemic, I literally watched every episode, every episode I could, we could have that conversation. But apparently since uh, the pandemic's happened, he's brought a lot of people on and they're talking. They're talking about their ideas and thoughts and maybe not the best time or place to have just a hypothetical conversation on what you think medical stuff should work. And uh, a lot of artists uh, like uh, Joni Mitchell uh who else uh neil Neil young neil young were like okay if joe rogan is on spotify take my shit off of spotify and i think that's the best way to protest i I think it's dumb as shit and here's why how many people shitted on me (laughs) i did i did i did unintentionally no kind of intentionally no but not not to shit on you (laughs) but to shit on neil young here's why i think neil young's deal is stupid Nobody fucking knows who Neil Young is. Like, when they said Neil Young, I'm sitting here like, I was like, oh, that name sounds familiar. And then I was like, oh, I was thinking of Neil Diamond. Like, I I don't know anything about this dude. Even when people said a song from this guy, I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting here thinking, in my dumb brain, I would imagine most people that listen to Neil Young also, probably don't have a Spotify account. They're probably <laughs> scratching that fucking vinyl as they put on, you know, I think it's a wheel in the sky keeps on turning or some shit. They're, I don't know, something that somebody that, said. Or, I don't fucking, that, I literally know nothing about Neil Young. I'm not going to lie to you. I know who Neil Young is, but I don't know if I can pick out any of it. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. That's, but that's not the point. The point is this, right? Your ability to uh, state what you want, like, that's that's how democracy works, right? That's how capitalism works. You just sit there and go, well, I don't agree with it. I'm not going to argue your point. I'm just going to go, well, fuck you. I'm going to protest it. You want you want my shit? Then fucking, it's got to go somewhere else on Spotify. Maybe his four people that listen to him go somewhere else. I don't know. But, I mean, 
This, so How else are you going to protest? That's but see, that's the thing, right? Like to me, this just screams like your typical today's culture of of saying you did something while literally doing the absolute bare fucking minimum. There's no way Neil Young didn't look at this and say, "Okay, they literally just jumped into a massive nine-digit figure deal with this dude." Knowing the type of dude that he is and the type of conversations that he fosters and houses, they sign him to this to say, do this, and, and we're going to let you have free reign. There's no possible way Neil Young didn't know that Spotify was going to be like, sorry. So in my, mind, in my mind, I'm sitting here thinking like Neil Young just did this for internet clout. Sure, there's that, or maybe he was looking at his Spotify checks and seeing the seventeen dollars and just being like, you know what, I'm gonna time to make a change for once in my the different person. But I saying. feel like, the, but he'd be smarter to take that seventeen dollars and and donate it to like, I don't know, a CDC information campaign, right? Like, mm. like something. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, I I feel like in general, a lot of people do this shit so so dumb. How would you do it? Protesting. You're Neil Young. How would you if, do it? If I'm Neil Young and I'm taking a personal issue with Joe Rogan, man, I am going to personally speak to I'm I'm going to ask to go on his podcast like mm -hmm. it, or have a have a person to person conversation that doesn't need to be the podcast. But if it goes to the podcast, we can talk about it. Right. I'm not sitting here doing this nonsense, <sighs> especially because at the end of the day, we're talking about a dude. That for all his faults admits like I don't have any qualifications. I simply own a podcast and I have people conversations that are experts in these fields that have controversial opinions. Uh, also, I would say that if I was Neil Young, let's say, uh, let's say I'm at that level of Neil Young, right? I don't think I'd want to go on the podcast. Why? Because I don't have to know how things work to know. Like that's probably not the best, like, you know, that is probably not the best information you're putting out there. I can't I'm not going to go out there and then go, hey, you know what? That's a bad idea that you're saying these things. Why? Why is it a bad idea? Uh, because it's wrong. We'll prove it. Uh, well, fuck me. Uh, and then everyone goes, Neil Young doesn't know anything. So everything on Joe Rogan is right. I wouldn't want to put myself in that situation. Yeah, but see, that's what I think. That's why I think that that people putting stock in the podcast like this and then demanding its removal don't stop and think about that for a moment and and think about what the podcast is. It's literally a discussion. Sure. Like you and I sitting here having the discussion. Half the time we don't know what the fuck we're gonna say before we say it. It just ends oh, up coming out because it's part of the conversation. Right. We just drive right. it a certain way, and, and so uh, none of the ideas are fleshed out to that. A certain but level. When right? you look at the numbers, right? And forget mm -hmm. the money. When you look at the numbers, you go, oh, millions and millions and millions of views, uh, cumulatively, individually, all of those things. And you go, I mean, shouldn't you be responsible and have an idea of something? Like, isn't it? Doesn't it so behoove everyone, our fan base, to like not just make up crazy stories? I, I, I think that you've identified that that fuzzy ass line but that's the problem right is it's super duper fuzzy mm -hmm. like i think of this right like i have no real misconceptions that we'll get to a joe rogan level with this right like we'll get to a level of success and drive this and continue to have fun with it like and and this will continue to be the vehicle that it is 
but I don't foresee us getting $120 million from Spotify to have these conversations but anytime what's, soon, right? What's the number? Let's say we get approached by anyone. Let's say we're let's say we have a cumulative of a million views. I don't know what the number is, but at some point you're just going, hey, maybe we should, I don't know, sit down and write some of this shit out. Maybe, no, maybe, no, maybe we should get an editor. <laughs> in, 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 my, in my opinion, right, it's the same thing that we built to get to this point is the same thing that keeps the steam engine moving, right? It's our chemistry between you, me, and Eddie that makes this thing tick to the level of success that we've had, which – is pretty decent level of success, right? With Hi, a everybody. little, what up, everybody? It's a it's a decent little bit of success, and it's slowly growing as we continue to be consistent at it and everything. But I don't want somebody going through backlogs worth of hours. Like we're we're in the, oh the God, position yeah. to where we have, we have fucking hours. day jobs, right? Yeah. We have yeah. day jobs because we're not that level of success with with comedy and other shit at this point yet, right? We don't have time to sit there and talk for four or five, six hours because shit gets out of hand. But if we had time, I bet we could make time. I just, I would take issue with anybody sitting here being like, oh, well, them and their conversation, that's where I put stock in. And that's what I'll, I'll, I'll finish off my point to say that that's the biggest bit of funny, irony, hypocrisy, stupidity, whatever, is that American mainstream news outlets are the ones calling about Joe Rogan and his platform and misinformation. Well, also, I think that there, there's got to be some jealousy uh, from old school, new school, right? The news outlets, they got they have producers. And I don't mean like the guy pressing the buttons, turning the lights on, making sure that she gets uploaded. Like actual, like, no, you can't say this. You have to say this. Don't forget exactly. the ads. 30 seconds ad in your odd five, four, three, two, you know, they get stuck into this. Everything uh, sensationalized. Yeah. It's hyperbolic now, like it's hyperpartisan in a lot of things. So that's where I'm like, really, CNN, really, MSNBC, y'all want to be like, oh, misinformation, Joe. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be in a newsroom, right? I, I see shows, and I have an idea that assuming that if one percent of that is right, I'm sure these guys go, I can't believe I'm reading another cat story. Okay, and five. Hey, another cat story. Yeah. I'm sure they're fucking tired of it. And they get to see Joe Rogan smoke, drink, fucking yeah. start late, whatever, and just go, oh, you guys just talk about whatever you want. And then he's getting paid more than me. You know, like yeah. he he doesn't have any bounds. I'd be jealous too. Yeah. And on top of that, if I was a news company, broadcasting company, I'd be like, wait, these guys literally just sit in a room. They don't have to pay for ads. They don't. Yeah. What the fuck? It's it definitely. Best. It definitely gets dicey because I'm I'm with you in a theoretical in a theoretical context of at some point the machine becomes big enough and is influential enough to where a level of of monitoring is probably necessary if not wise whatever I just don't know what that line is man yeah. because the, at some yeah. point at no point in any of this despite my curiosity, because I'm a curious motherfucker, right? Like I, I'm very interested in people's perspectives and weird alien shit and extraterrestrial shit and, and space travel. But I'm also super interested in football and UFC and things like that. I don't want somebody to sit there and be like, oh, well, he said this. And so 
what the fuck are you doing talking about this? Like, I'm I'm doing the same thing y'all are doing, just streaming. Like, I'm yeah. having the same conversations y'all have. I'm just streaming. Right. I'm right, just in right, a position right. where I'm fortunate enough to be able to reach high profile people. Like that, like the motherfucker that wrote that book, I want to be able to talk to him. And now yep. I've grown this enough to where I can fucking talk to this guy. I, I think that I don't know where the line is, but like when we just have enough money, like the pro podcast is making enough money where like, I don't know, what do we just, I don't know, just stacking it with the rest of the money. Like, hey, maybe we should right. just hire a PR firm, not to tell us what to do, but be like, give us guidelines, like <laughs> in the background, like, don't, don't, don't talk about that. Like, oh, maybe we should switch the subject. That's where I would draw the line. I would draw the line being like, can we afford to uh, hire some babysitters? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I definitely could see that in a theoretical context. I just in, in execution, I just don't know how well that works, because then you start to basically do everything that everybody else is doing. And that's not even really what I'm interested in. Right. Like like I love the aspect of whenever we have conversations, even if, the, if even if it gets difficult. We still can find ways to navigate through them respectfully. Sometimes like one or more of us has bowed out, not like, oh, I bounced out of the screen or any of that, but like just sat here and like, I'm, I'm just in ingest mode, right? I'm taking right. it all in. And so I would never want to take that away just because somebody takes oh. the shit more seriously than they should. Yeah. Well, it's like it, it. I will agree with you on that. Like, it is difficult to watch the sports ESPN sports shows when you know they're just going like, "Okay, you're for it, you're against it, you're playing devil's advocate." And right. the next topic, you're for it, against it, devil's advocate. You could tell they're just like they're just saying I, stuff. That's why this shit pops off, though, right? Like, that's why podcasts are becoming popular because I think the general populace has become wildly disenfranchised with. The extremes that they are. And it's funny that you bring up sports because sports is is the, the little one the that doesn't scene. fucking matter. But yep. that's happening on CNN and Fox News and every other major fucking media outlet we have. Right. And yeah. so they take these they basically just lob shit back and forth. CNN talks about Fox. Fox talks about CNN. That's what created, I think, this hunger for this level of consumption right because it's honest yeah. it's you can tell that it's bullshit and and i think that I, I mean at least with us i enjoy playing devil's advocate because it's like oh you're talking about something that i don't care i i know very little about let me go off of what you're saying and let me just because i know what fucking pisses you off so i'm gonna poke oh, yeah. just a little oh, bit yeah. oh, dude <laughs> that's like the best part about it if you can't piss off somebody a little bit that you know when you're like discussing and none trying? of us are like, wow, that, huh? Hey, welcome, welcome <laughs> back, <laughs> dude. That's uh, that's okay. how I, that's how I learn about shit, man. Is like playing devil's advocate and taking up stances that I don't necessarily agree with, but I try to defend them so I can see where there's holes at in that shit. And be like, oh yeah, well, that's a fucking dumb thing to think. Cool. That's how I learn. Yeah, that's how I learn everything. Like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Why is it this way? I don't right. know. What would you do? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. What else we got? What else we got? Joe Rogan. I mean, he's he'll be okay. He 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 did an apology, but kind of like I don't know. Maybe we'll try to do better. Yeah. So I watched a couple of clips of it. Um, he was saying one of the things he said I appreciated was he was like, I never expected it to get to to be this big and be what it is. And he's like, I I have a hard time with it. And so I I can sympathize, man. I think that shit's super. You know. 
he at least seemed like he's going to try and take steps to to uh, not have just such controversial opinions, but also have somebody with a more but, mainstream style opinion it, that's also it, there. Uh, I, I mean, since I don't want to say I've been watching the Joe Rogan experience since the beginning, but I could tell you I was watching it when I first started comedy, so 10 years ago. And I will yeah. say, like, you know, up until – five years ago six years ago it was basically based out of his house or like in a little uh office building somewhere in in the, in the valley but he always brought his friends in or people that he's like oh like you said the author that read that wrote the book that i read yep. that i'm curious about let's bring him in yep uh, i can understand why he's looking up now kind of poking his head out of the sand and just be like oh this guy this this kind of got out of hand and i feel like that's how that works think about being from free to a hundred million dollars contract you went from free to a hundred million dollar contract in less than 10 years could you handle it no because you're out here just trying to hold on and make it make sense show up every day do the work yeah. Interesting. Anyways, um, and that's what that's where it's like. Uh, I I just can't buy the amount of flack the dude gets. It just it seems like another one of those things where people love to hate to hate. But hey, I on. will say though, Joe, talking about Joe Rogan mm. has created income. People talking about Joe Rogan write an article. Oh my God, he said this. He said that, and that's it. That 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 is. The article, Joe Rogan was on his podcast that said this, and that is a blog post, and they're making money off of that. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, same thing. Dave Chappelle said this. People said that. This was some of the things in his Instagram post. Yep. Money. That name sells, man. So Strange. Speaking of names that sell, man, let's move on to the other news that we got here. Um, congratulations out there. Nick Cannon confirmed oh. the uh, eighth child is on the way. Eight? Eight? Eight. You heard that Eight. right. And L O Five months after the passing of his one son, may he R.I.P. I couldn't fucking imagine being in that whole thing, like unfathomably terrible. Like some some weird infant disease or something like that. I don't remember the details. It was terribly fucking sad. But five months after, he's got eighth kid on the way. So congratulations. But my guy, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Just having one kid from one baby mama that you're not with, right? That's that's like, oh, you're not dating her, but she's she's pregnant with your kid. And you're like, oh, that's okay. And then you're like two, and then three, and then four. Like, I don't think he's had more than one kid with one woman, right? Like all of the all of his all of his children will be from different women. Most like he's definitely got a plethora of women. Yes, yes. Just the schedule. Don't think about like now, but think about like when they're all at the same age and they all go to go to a soccer practice. Like, how does that even remotely make sense on a scheduling standpoint? It's it's clear that he's focused more on the wilding part and less on the out because that motherfucker does not. It's not out. Like, <laughs> it is not out at all. It's just all wilding. Like this dude is on eight kids. I remember somebody had posted something when his seventh kid was born. I feel like it was around that time. Maybe it was sixth child. But he was saying he was looking for like 11 to 15 kids because he was going to have something, something about his legacy. And it's like, 
bro. That's a lot of legacy. At, at like at like three kids and your millions of dollars, you were set. <laughs> you, you, you didn't need to. Keep oh, yeah, that's going. right. That's right. He, he has he has two. He has twins from Mariah. I was gonna say he has Mariah, and then he's I, got a dozen and a uh, half a dozen kids from Instagram. Yep. Uh, I mean, like, how does that even work? Like, oh, it's your weekend. It's always my weekend. <laughs> Every weekend is my weekend with somebody. I just want to know how that shit works, like, at their level. Like, like at our level of, of human interaction, it's it's a wild fucking guessing game. And, and it really is a wild, wild landscape. Meaning that, that there's predators and prey out there and there's diseases. Do they got enough money where they could just be like, hey, bitch, get poked right now and let's check. The, okay, we're good. Yeah, like that alone, man. Oh, like yeah. if, if this dude's going in raw to just shoot up every girl's club like that, like is he is he fucking doing DNA tests or he just saying, fuck it, man, like. Pa, 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 pa. I, I mean. <laughs> I'm saying, man, because you know, you know, at our level, like that's like we meet girls. It's it's just different. Like we got to kind of take their word for it because we can't financially sit here and be like, no, I want you to get an AIDS test and a herpes test and a syphilis test and check your background, whatever, whatever, right? Before our date on Friday, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These dudes got enough money and and clearly enough willpower to just blow it all up and, and blow maybe, babies and everybody. Maybe maybe there's like an agency out there <laughs> that like handles party fulfillment where they go, where these celebrities go to parties or celebrity go to parties. And then they know that all of the women there have been tested by this agency because if you're not famous, that means you're a part of the agency. It's gotta be something like that. It's gotta be like some sort of like celebrity tender sort of thing where it's like, Hey, are you looking to just be a fuck date? Swipe this way. Are you looking to be a potential baby mama? Here's who you match with. And Which then if you're approved. No, 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 no LA 10 is like just trying to be a fuck buddy. All LA 10s are like, how do I monetize this right now? But the celebrity gets to be like, here, you're in the fuck pile. You're in the potential baby mama pile. Yeah. And that's when the girl gets to be like, oh, he only wants to fuck me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck buddies in LA are the eights, are the seven and eights are the fuck buddies, right? The nines and tens are like, we have to make money. We have to secure the future for our children yeah. right now. They're, they're the ones that's getting the Lakers, the Clippers, maybe, maybe on a good day going up north and the Rams. catching the Sacramento King or something like that. <laughs> maybe the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be working for life like the rest of us fucking schlubs. It's just right. They're going to get skeeted in. They're going to work for about a month of the nine months of gestation. That's it. That's four it. minutes. They're working for four minutes. <laughs> That's about it, sir. That's about it. I just uh, can't fucking imagine like eight kids, dude. Like, you, you know what I can't imagine? Like, okay, I can understand like fucking randoms, right? She's a 10. That's dope. I don't have to know her history. I don't have to ask. I just, at this point, I am not the first. I'm probably not going to be the last. But you know who who is pregnant right now with another celebrity? Rihanna. Ooh, Riri. I believe Riri is pregnant with, I believe it's ASAP Rocky's uh, kid. 
Yeah, I'd and seen that, man. I'm pretty sure if you go through ASAP Rocky's uh, Instagram, you can see everywhere else he's been. Like that is crazy. And and I thought that you know exactly where Rihanna's been too. Fuck that, Drake. Could you imagine just being ASAP Rocky and having Drake show up at your door all the time, or Chris Brown within 300 yards? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say he he's not allowed, and it makes you wonder if Drake put hot sauce in his condoms with Riri. Maybe that's why she did get pregnant with his deal. Uh, Rihanna, man, I'm so thrown off by Rihanna because she's been around for so freaking long. It's like it's off putting. Like she she's been making music since 16. I was in high school, two thousand and three ish, four ish. Yeah. So tail end of high school to me, roughly around that time, and she's been making music since then. ASAP Rocky just came out, and maybe it's because of his recency. I'm feeling like this dude is young, but I'm like, is 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 this winch over here robbing the cradle? I have no idea, but he likes bad bitches, and that's his fucking problem. It's definitely a fucking problem. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, ASAP Rocky. Let's see how old he is. ASAP Rocky is. I feel like thirty-three a... years old. All right, so he's not as bad as I thought, man. I, uh, I'd have figured he's like a, a young Thundercat, but. I mean, oh, they're both the same age. They are both the same age. Is she, she's thirty three? Yeah, dude. I get that. I guess that makes sense because she came out with Chris Brown around that time. He was fifteen, sixteen when he came out. But she came out a few years before him, so she's a few years. I think Chris Brown must be like thirty. I, I bet you Chris Brown's thirty. Yeah, I forgot about that fact that 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 he had come out when he oh. was a teen. So, only one year difference. Hmm. He's a year younger, huh? We are getting so old. That Dude. was a hard time, Dude. That okay. Not to bring it back to sports. It has nothing. Not really sports related. But I, for whatever reason, I'm watching the game and I'm watching these guys drop passes and run wrong routes or whatever. But I'm like, oh, this dude is like 26. Like I, it's it's my age. The only person that is older or my age in the NFL is Tom Brady. Tom Brady's like a, a year or two older than I am. There's not a basketball player my age. There's not a baseball player my age. <laughs> like, like I was sitting there thinking about uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers are prime examples because they just fucking retired. Yep. They're 38. They're only yep. a couple of years older than me, and it's like, I feel like I've watched them because I have. I mean, I've watched their entire career, and it's just like, oh, God, oh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, so, so you know, just 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 to think, like Rihanna's thirty three. Yeah, like just that blows my mind. And Chris Brown is thirty two. I, I I'm just getting old. I I can't figure. It's so it's such an anomaly to me. It's funny too because it's something that like my lady and I talked about. Uh, is is how many people come and go like if you think if you think of of artists whether it's music uh whether it's comedy or you think of actors you think of anything like that how many of these people or even in sports how many of these people come and go and there'll be flashes in the pan to where they're all over everything think of movies right ava mendez is somebody you think of she was an it girl couldn't not be casted in movies was in everything from like other guys to hitch to training day to all kinds of stuff she was an it girl you think of uh i mean i mean the list goes on like i said and it goes into sports 
and it's fucking nuts. And that's that's how you kind of start to look at life even because then you look at athletes that you grew up watching and Oof. actors that you grew up Oof. watching and they start to get old and die. And then they're dying at young ages and they're only a few years older than you. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Yep. So, <laughs> yep. It's, I mean, Bob Saget passed it. You know, yeah. we, we see the uh, Betty White, you know, 99, almost 100 years old. That's amazing. But then you see like Bob Saget. He died at what, 60? 65, 64. 65, yeah. Like, and then, I don't know, it's Bob Saget. You know, it, it, it fucking blows my mind. And um, Louis Anderson just died. And yeah. you sit there and go like, Louis, Bob Saget, like everyone from the 90s. Everyone that was famous in the 90s is now dying. It. Like Louis had a cartoon and shit, right? Like mm -hmm. when I was a kid. And so it's, it's all those little things. And it's just funny how, as you age, those little things become markers for how you age. You, you don't even give a shit about birthdays anymore, right? Like right. birthdays are dead to me. Like I give a shit about people. I likes birthday, like my ladies and such, like I'll get up for that. But Mine, I don't give a damn. Like, leave me alone. Maybe if there's something cool going on, we can go do that. Now I'm just like, oh, well, did you know DMX died? Fuck, man, I used to rock with his album so hardcore at this point in my life. Damn. It, it, well, it's almost like, now that you say DMX died, like, yeah, you're right. He did. Like, that's crazy. And then I kind of forgot. Because in my mind, DMX is always the dog. The dog will live forever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that got weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what else? So Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, congratulations. Nick Cannon, congratulations for the eight umpteenth time. Uh, what else we got for topics? I have, I mean, we were talking about Tom Brady being potentially retired. That was it. But who? So mm. did you hear this? Like, did you hear like he actually hasn't retired? Yeah, that, that's that weird little agent detail right that that he came out and said so was it his agent that so the agent came out and said something along the lines of there's been speculation but the team doesn't know and if the team doesn't know tom's going to be the first one to tell him that was it right. okay so so the 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 rumor leaked and everyone took it as fact tom brady has retired and then you go well i mean not officially and everyone's like not at all actually he's not yeah. said anything oh yeah i actually hope he doesn't retire so why so we can come back and blow up all this misinformation from these news sites <laughs> see i'm roping no, this back into yeah, a previous yeah, yeah. one I because the storyline, <laughs> <laughs> the narrative, if you will, sir, yeah. I look forward to Tom Brady coming back because that will be the greatest comeback of his life <laughs> from retirement for six hours. <laughs> Seriously, how old is he? He's 45 now, right? 44, 44. He's 44. He'll be 45 at the start of next season. If he were to play, he'd be 45. Yep. That, 22 like, years in the league. I feel like I remember a kicker when I was young in like high school. Morton Anderson. Do you remember Morton Anderson? Yes. yes. I feel he like was, he was old when he retired, but yeah. I feel like he was still only like 40 or 42. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like people don't play into your 40s. And he was a kicker. 
Yeah, like Adam Vinatieri. I think Adam Vinatieri retired yeah, like yeah. fairly old, like forty six ish. But yeah, it was if you were a kicker, you weren't playing in your forties unless it was like nineteen sixty something. Yeah, and you had a you had a side job at like the Olive Garden. <laughs> it's honestly, man. Like when you sit there and genuinely think about the fact that this dude could have fathered most of the individuals that are playing in the league right now. It's, it's incomprehensible to like, when you think of that level of framing it, this dude literally could be the daddy of most of the NFL. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, he came into the league, uh, 19, uh, sorry, 2000 and uh, 2000 and 2000. And mm-hmm. that means he played college 18. So he was 22 and 2000. That makes sense. Yeah, so he has a kid in, um, let's say, 96. Let's say he had a kid in 96. That's He's like 18-ish. Yeah, I could see I could see him play. Can you imagine? Dude. <laughs> His no. son is is a, is a, 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 a defensive back. <laughs> and, and his mom's like, uh, you know your dad's Tom Brady, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to play defensive back. I'm going to pick him off. <laughs> Dude, like – He's 44, almost 45, and I think they say roughly, roughly that average age of the NFL player is like, what, 25, 26? Yep, yep. So so that's just fucking unfathomable. And then you think of the sheer physical differences, right? His warm-up routines, his playing around, like what is going on? There's all the shit he has to do to just move as a 44 year old right. dude to get out of bed in comparison to like his younger teammates. That's crazy. I'm, man. I'm 41 and I haven't taken a football hit since 1994. Like, and I hurt. I'm <laughs> like, I'm thinking about going to the gym. I see you working out. I see you throwing around fucking heavy objects for shits and giggles. And I'm like, I, I could do that. I could do that again. And I go, you know what? Let me go get a big rubber band. Let me start there. Let me <laughs> my workout with fucking rubber bands. Got to do something, man. Yeah, it's it's even now, man. Like I feel like with the kettlebells, I'm in in probably one of the best shapes I've been in my life. Like even with doing sports and everything. And I think of my warm ups now and what they have to be. Have in order be. for me, in order for me to not like finish it and have my back be like, uh, like uh, to where it, it just and it'll be over the dumbest shit too. Is I'll just bend down to pick up like a sock off the floor, and then the back's like, oh yeah, we're gonna send a shooting pain right up your spine and take your air out of your lungs and cause you to scream, bitch. It, it's just all, all because you're aging because right. you got a day older from yesterday. Like what? I, I talk about this on stage, but it's like, and it's similar to uh, uh, Glenn Glenn Lawrence's uh, bit. But it's like, yeah, every day I wake up, it's like, is it broke? Can I fix this, or is this normal? Like, like shoulder hurts. Like, is it broken? Can I fix it? Or, 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 or this is just what I'm used to now. This is what I'm gonna. This is forever. Well, that's a new normal. <laughs> that is the new normal. That's the shitty part of it. Is I don't want it to be. All right, what we're not going to do is talk about some damn lipstick. Like, like. This is white man lips, bro. 
You just yeah. All right, we got pink <laughs> lips, you pervert. All right, you got a pink you face. Just staring at my <laughs> supple lips like that. Cool. Is that Kool Aid, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Are we in jail? Yeah. What is going on in here? Okay, man? now that now that Ralph has destroyed the vibe in here, uh, do do we got anything else? Or are we done? Hey, I was gonna say, man, we can we can kind of wrap on that. Uh, what you got going up, man? Tell the people what's going on in fucking your follow neck my TikTok, everybody. I'm putting so much time and effort in my TikTok. I don't know why, but I have been, and uh, it's Loy Lee comedy. Um, that's it. And if if you don't want to follow my TikTok, you're like fuck TikTok. Whatever, I repost everything on my Instagram to make it look like I'm actually doing work, but I'm not. So uh, follow me on all your on all your social media, Lloyd Lee Comedy across everything. What you got, Terrence? Uh, man, just got a couple shows coming up. The flyers are on my IG. Um, like I said, more dates are popping up in more cities. I'm kind of moving around. So uh, I'm on all socials at Fake Terrence G, so follow me there. Hold on. Uh, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Ralph. See, he coming. He's he, coming at me. He's only doing this because he's not on here to face the heat. Yep. Because I guarantee you, his lips are too fucking cracked to like make it on camera right now. Those I had to lick my lips to make sure that New I'm York not there. Winter lips. But I, I will say this: my hairline is jacked up. Yes, because I'm getting old. That's happening. But I'm so pale that even if I do shave my hairline in, you could still see the stubble because my hair is so dark. Because I'm not going gray yet. Okay, so. Lay off the hairline, sir. We don't talk about your weight or the fact and you still have both your legs. Okay? We haven't talked about that yet. And that's where we're at with it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Spit out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it.